During crisis and economic depression, small business owners often struggle with making sales and keeping the loyalty of their people because if you ain't selling, it's hard to pay the bills. On the Ethical Sales Podcast, you will learn new ways to selling ethically and communicating with your people to create more loyalty and getting out of the rut of stress and frustration. When there is plenty of sales, there should be plenty of profits to keep things flowing smoothly and everybody be happy, happy, happy. Thanks for tuning in. I'm Matthias Raber. And I am Elias Raber. We appreciate you being here today. We appreciate you taking a few minutes to listen in. Today, we're going to jump into a topic, internal fears. We all face them. We all have them. Little voices in our head. Some are reality. Some are not. Most are not. Right now, we're dealing with an epidemic that you may have heard of called uh, COVID-19. And while... We really have no control over the whole virus and the whole epidemic. There are some things that we can control. Let's jump into that a little bit. What are some things that we can control? What are some things that we can do when we face those fears? Reality, you know, especially when they're, when they actually really are something. What are some fears that you've faced? Well, I ran into Bigfoot last year, L. Clinton. You did? Well, we saw his tracks. We Shazam. <laughs> You know, I'm, I was never one of these people to have a sticker on the back of my truck that says, I believe. But you, you know? do now? No, I don't. You don't? But I don't really know how to feel about it because we found these tracks. Found or we found track. some kind of tracks. Yeah, they were about 20 inches long or something. Craziness. Yeah, it was like six inches wide, like 20 inches long, had four toes. Way up in the North Country, me and my brother Brian. What no were you guys of, drinking? Nothing. Water. Yeah, we were drinking water. We saw that and I'm like, I got pictures of it. If you ever run into me, ask me to see my pictures of my Bigfoot tracks. I don't know. I told people I'd never believed in that stuff. but now Fears. I, now I have a real fear. You won't go back there? <laughs> oh, yeah, I'll go back. And I, I don't really have a real fear. But we did find tracks, and I'm like, I have no idea what. I didn't know there was a critter in the wood that makes woods that make tracks that big. And I don't know if that's a, like, we looked at each other, and we were like, uh, this is kind of freaky. This is kind of scary. I mean, all, got, all we got are our bow and arrows because we're elk hunting. And uh, we just kind of where'd you put that? Where'd you put that ten mm? Oh, it was probably on my side. I don't remember. You know, the crazy thing about Bigfoot is I've never seen anybody pose a picture of actually having harvested one. I know, and a lot of people have seen them. So I don't know. I don't know. I have my own theories, but you know, I have my own theories about Bigfoot. But this show really isn't about Bigfoot, so maybe we'll just stop. We were talking about fears, right? And I still don't know what I believe about it. I would probably say I don't believe there's anything like it still, but I did find tracks that were. I might get a sticker and put it on the back Crazy of my dude. truck that says, I don't believe. Yeah, that might be okay. <laughs> I don't know. But we all have fears. Some of our fears are legit. Some of our fears, most of our fears uh, never happen. I remember back when we started our a business, one of the fears that were the, I don't know if I would have called it a fear or what I was just afraid of, was that I would have leaks on a roof. I remember doing a project. We got a project for a building owner that had a lot of buildings this is one of those guys that you, you want on your side. You want his roofs. You want his buildings because he's got a lot of them. And he has about 500 employees, and, you know, and he trusted us with a project. He said, I'll, I'll, he had bought an airport and, and we went and did his roof. The next morning after we had that, that hangar, it was an airport, uh, airplane hangar. After we had done that project, I think it was about a $60,000 job. We had the job done. He calls me up at like 6.30 or 7 o'clock in the morning. And he still owed us some money. And I, but I knew that at seven in the morning when I'm getting that phone call, he's not calling me to say, hey, come pick up your check. 
I knew instantly something was wrong as soon as I, as I saw his number. He said, what the world did you do with my roof? He didn't even say it quite that nice. I said, well, we should be done with it. He said, I got a couple leaks going on. I thought you were done with it. Instantly, like, I just knew, man, this guy's never going to give us another roof ever. Like, that's what I thought. And I said, I, I'm, I'm really sorry. I don't know what we did that Hawaii would still be leaking, but I'll be right up. And he was like, dude, he said, there's like a half a dozen places that this roof still leaks. I was really frustrated because I thought we'd done such a good job on it. So um, that was a liquid applied system over a metal roof. So we go, I go out and I look at where his leaks are at. Right away, I left and went out. It was simple. We had not done our job like we should have done on a couple areas that we should have, um, for those of you that, that use our system, you know, you know what I'm talking about with quick caulk, but it's, I should have quick caulked some screws that um, needed extra bolts. care. They, they were, were actually, actually bolts. bolts. Yep. And instead we had just went and sprayed extra coatings on those bolts instead. Well, that hadn't cured when it rained at midnight. The rest of the roof is all cured, but that hadn't completely cured. And so there was like a half a dozen of these that had open coatings. The, the rain had washed some of the coatings off the top of those bolts. And that's where it was leaking. It was a really simple fix. But I thought in my mind, I had completely blown this guy. Like I worked really hard to get his business because I wanted to earn his trust. And now I thought, man, this guy's never going to give me another roof again. I go to his office, um, which was 10 miles down the road. And I walk into that building and I said, I think I got you all taken care of. Um, and I explained what had happened. And I, and I apologized. I said, I'm really sorry. I said, I know that your time is worth a lot. And my time's worth a lot. I said, you know, leaks cost us money, but I'm going to take care of you. And he just looked at me and he said, dude, it's no problem. He said, I didn't expect to have a leak. I'd rather not have a leak. But he said, you showed up. He said, other roofing companies, I have a hard time getting them to show up. He said, when there's a problem. And he said, you guys have great products. But he said, you have exceptional service. And he said, while you're here, would you get up on the roof that I'm under right now and uh, take a look at another section up there for us? I went up on that roof. I looked at it. I came down. I told him what it's going to cost to take care of that roof. And he cut me another check for like $27,000. I mean, he picked his phone right up right there. And he called his secretary, whoever wrote the check out for him. And he said, hey, cut him a check for X amount. He said, he's going to come right over and pick it up. And when I left, I realized that what I was so scared of was really nothing to be scared of. It's not that, you know, we're going to make mistakes in our businesses, but it's how you recover on those mistakes. And I had to go through that process to learn that myself. And that fear that I had, that had actually caused me a fair amount of stress because I was worried about making sure everything was always perfect. Really wouldn't have had to be there. I just need to make sure that, you know. Well, that fear that you had actually turned into an opportunity. Yeah, absolutely. Um, And he's still a customer today. Exactly. 10, 12 years later, uh, my brother's running a roofing business today and and they do roofs for the guy every year. He has roofs all over town. And we've had that exact scenario or close to exact scenario play out before, you know, on projects, actually the projects that we've done back in the days that we've done that actually had us go back Mm -hmm. to do something or fix a leak or do some repair or maintenance after we had done it. Those customers have actually got us more referrals than the ones that everything went perfect the way you plan. And you know, you're never back. Well, that's how you create and loyalty. When there's a problem, you have an opportunity. To right. Create. The thing is, I, I feel is we simply just didn't have a relationship with um, the other customers. Now, you know, maybe we should have went back and seen them, even if they didn't have a leak. And, and we did to some of our bigger customers, especially for those smaller customers. You do a $10,000 job. You can't just go back and see those people once a year um, shake their hands. But when they have a leak, you go back and you shake their yeah. hands and hey, they see your face again. And oh, hey, I got this buddy over here. I got this roof over there. I was with a guy one time, uh, uh, his phone kept ringing 
he did blacktop ceiling. And every time, like I could see he was ignoring the call. And finally he tells me, yeah, that guy keeps calling me all the time. He said, I did his blacktop driveway for him like six weeks ago. And I'm sure he's got a problem because he keeps calling me. He said, I, I'm not going to answer. <laughs> and, problem, problem you know, listen, listen, that man. guy's never, he's number not in one, business anymore. Listen, but. number one rule of business. Problems don't go away when you quit answering your phone. That's they right. get worse. They get worse. Answer your phone. Take care of the problem. That's how you grow your business. Yep. It isn't. It isn't a business isn't about not having problems. It's being about taking care of your problems. Right. That's all you are is a problem solver. So what are some things that you can control? One of the first things that comes in my mind with fears, things you can control is just your mindset. It's your mental clarity. It's the way that you see things and the way, the way that you approach things. And every, almost everything in life is very mental. If you can handle it mentally, that's really what it takes to be successful. Almost every area of your life is yeah. just mentally. Almost all those clear. battles are, are fought and won in your mind a place in scripture where it talks about that. And it says that our battles are not with flesh and blood. We have an enemy that likes to militate against us. And especially if you're a child of God, he tries to destroy anything that's good. I believe that's why any, anything that is good, anything that is good is uphill. Is uphill. Yep. It requires work. It requires a struggle. Your business, um, your marriage, your relationship. Everything is uphill. And sometimes you might get weary because you feel like, you know, the battle just doesn't stop. You just have to realize that everything worth having is uphill. You're not in a fight alone. Like everybody is in this fight. So there's, you know, there's a lot of frustration that comes with fears. There's, uh, you know, inferiority that comes with fears. There's, you might feel misunderstood when your employees walk out on you. You you feel like you've done everything you can do and a team member leaves. There's a fear of failure. There's a fear of rejection. There's so many fears. The list could go on and on and on and on. And there's a lot of times that our fears are actually not even real. Right. And if you listen to your fears, it'll create inactivity, which often results in the results that you fear because the inactivity of maybe it's, maybe you're thinking about starting a business right now. You're working for somebody else as a salesperson and you're like, man, maybe I should start my own company. But the fear of failure keeps you from, you know, the activity. And so that fear keeps you from making wise decisions. Um, Another scripture says that we, we are not given the spirit of fear, but a spirit of a sound mind. And when we live in fear, we don't make sound decisions. We make them from a different place than a sound mind. And so we have to move past that. We have to move past that fear to faith. The blessings yeah. we talked about, that's what happens when you move into faith. Your best life lays on the other side of your fears. That's right. Oftentimes what you fear is what you need to be giving attention. For example, in business, if you fear sales, we're going to jump in this in one of the next episodes. If you fear sales, um, why? You don't fear something you really know. Right. So you need to learn. You need to, you need to skill up in that area. If it's right. an area that you need to be doing in right. your business, then you need to skill up. You need to face them. Oftentimes your fears are an indication of what you lack doing. Lack of knowledge yep. as well. If you fear making those if you fear answering the phone call because a customer is calling you back, that's what you need to be doing. Answer the phone. You know, face your fears because yep. your best life lays on the other side of those fears. 100%. In the next episode, we're going to talk about things you're facing right now in your business. Thanks again, guys. Catch you here next time. Thanks again for listening to Ethical Sales Podcast with the Raber Twins. Could you do us a huge favor? We're giving away over $1,000 in prizes during the podcast launch. Simply go to ethicalsales.com 
Then leave us a review and a rating on Apple Podcasts for a chance to win. Again, just go to ethicalsales.com. That would really help us spread this message. Again, thanks for listening and see you on the next episode. This episode was hosted by the Max Potential Podcast Network. Find more great shows at maxpotential.com.